Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 57. Today, we have a special guest, Nick Blackburn, but before he comes on, we're going to do our weekly updates. Brian, what have you been up to this last week? Well, three major things. Um, wow. I believe, I believe I mentioned my mom had a tomato plant. Uh-huh. So one of the tomatoes, I don't know if the word is like, what? what is the word? Ripened? It's not bloomed because that's a flower. It's ripened. I'll just say ripened. Yeah, yeah it ripened. And uh, yeah, we picked it. And uh, you know, what did, had you, a home... did you split it or had you? Uh... Yeah, we split it. We split it. And then we had a, a homegrown tomato, which is which is good. It's good to be able to feed yourself for, in, a, in a natural way. Yeah. Of course, I can't live off that alone, but still, it was pretty cool. And half a, so, half, half a tomato every month. Yeah, half a tomato. Uh, yeah, so that that's I figured I'd add that in because, you know, you're big into, like, plants. <laughs> yeah, I'm not growing tomatoes this year, but yeah. Yeah, no tomatoes, though. But, okay, yeah, so tomato, I got a haircut. I always get a haircut, like, every th- three months, I think. Maybe I two months. I feel like months, it's, yeah. like, every month and It's half. not every month, that's for sure. Month I'm and not, a half, like, you talk about it all the time. I talk about it, but I don't actually go and get a haircut okay. until it like until I look like I have an afro. So, okay, I, I'll just say every two months, two and a half months. But anyway, so I got a haircut. You know, praying I didn't lose any of my my hairline or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think it turned out okay. Like I like the haircut, but you know, I, I looked in the mirror and I visually counted at least four inches from my eyebrow to like my hairline so i have like four inches of forehead right now is that what you do <laughs> no well i don't have a ruler i just looked at it okay <laughs> so I, i'd like everyone to know we're, we're marking this down in the calendar right now uh on the 18th uh the year 2019 i have four inches worth of forehead we'll see if that increases or decreases yeah well you know how like when you're a kid you like can track how tall you're growing or whatever you're exactly tracking. like how far the distance is between your eyebrow and your hairline. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Like where you like stood up against a wall and like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you'd like to see like the age difference or the height difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And let's see. Oh, yeah. The last thing is I finally got around to watching. Um, was it that Freddie Mercury movie? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. How was it? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, so I'm not usually into like watching like documentaries. <laughs> It's not exactly a documentary, though. But, like, but it, was, it, was story. More of a, it was more of a story. It was less of a, yeah, it was less of a, um, like, an informational, yeah. bland, like, yeah, documentary. It, it, was, it was more of an actual story. And I, I liked it. Uh, I did learn something about Freddie Mercury, though. What did like, you learn? No spoilers. I learned that he, I learned that he was bi. <laughs> okay. I, I originally thought that he was gay, but apparently he had a girlfriend early in his life that... Uh, stuck with him for like the majority of his life so nice that is something I learned and of course he's the, the whole band not just him produced great music mm-hmm. so that was that was really good it's inspirational too I forget um, let me just google it real quick is this what do you want to become a singer now uh no <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. So he died really young. I just googled it. He died at forty-five, which is really sad. Like, but you know, musicians that you know, you know, are into drugs and all that stuff usually don't last as long as the the normal uh, citizen. Although, he was anyways, anyways, it was a good movie. Or... Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I would recommend it to anyone who is interested in, you know, the origins of the band Queen mm-hmm. or just likes music in general. So, yeah. Yeah, that would be my, my, my big old weekend week mm-hmm. activities. So how about you, Mary? Anything interesting happened for you? Um, let's see. On Saturday, my cousin Sarah, um, she's going to be starting her um, grad program at UW. And so she moved up to Seattle. And so I went and hung out with her for a while and helped, you know, watched her organize things. I tried to help, but I don't know how, to, how she wants organized. Um, so just walked around and talked to her while she organized stuff. And then we went to this uh, cool rooftop bar in the U District called the Mountaineering Club. Um, my brother Chip told me about it. And really cool views. Like you can see Bellevue from there, you can see downtown Seattle, uh, the water. Really pretty. And then on Sunday, I went to uh, Locust Cider with my parents. They were having a watermelon fest. Basically, um, they have a really good cider that's watermelon flavored. And so they had, um, it was like a fundraiser. And uh, you could buy in and get like a special like plastic cup said like watermelon festival on it. And it was actually pretty crowded there. And then... So that was really fun. I, I like their watermelon cider. So did you Did you actually... So fundraisers work if you spend money. Did you use your free local no, cider? Yeah, no. Or? I, we spent... It was like $8. And for non-members, for $8, you got um, one cup and one drink ticket. And for members... So my mom and I are members. And so mm-hmm. it was $8 per person. And you got two cups and two and four drink tickets so you got like twice as many cups and twice as many drink tickets per jeez cup. that is that's pretty good for what is it eight dollars <laughs> yeah so i mean it was fun and then there was like a raffle and stuff like that as well um nice. and part of the money went to the hydrocephalus association and let's see um also oh on let's see on the 16th and 17th i believe 15th, 16th, I don't know. Earlier this week, there was um, Amazon Prime Day, but it was two days this year, and so they were having some good deals, and my mom got me a Instant Pot, which came yesterday, a pressure cooker. I haven't used it yet, but I'm excited to try out some recipes on it. Um, Do you have any uh, recipes in mind, or just No, just my mom has one, and she has lots of good recipes, so um, I, she's made uh, ribs in it, which I really like, so I'll probably want to try that, and chicken, and... We have a whole bunch of stuff. I don't even know all the things you can make in it, but I'm excited to try it out. Yeah, that sounds fun. I just, I just don't want to hear on the next podcast the weekly update like <laughs> you burned down the apartment. No, I won't do that. It's, okay, okay. I mean, don't, I mean, I'd rather overcook the ribs than undercook them, but don't over cooker. overcook them. It, yeah, I know. It's gonna okay. be fine. And then uh, lastly, we did some restructuring at work, and I moved offices, and so. Um, that's been a change, but it's been really good so far. So I um, just moved like one building over from where I was before and now kind of more centralized in campus, I guess. Nice. Yeah. So are you are you closer to the, the cafeteria so you, you can you can hit the line before everyone else or do you well, not usually the cafeteria go there? Is closed in the summer and I don't really go there that often. And oh, most okay. of the food places are closed on campus, but that's all right. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Well, my team is actually hiring um, two new people. So uh, if anyone's interested in 
doing some enrollment communications at Seattle Pacific, let me know. Yeah, uh, Mary can give you a recommendation. <laughs> well, I can at least point you in the right direction. So yeah. now we'll talk to Nick Blackburn about some Mariners and Zegs in the NBA and a little bit about the Bachelorette. So should be yep. good. Looking forward to this one. <laughs> yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere. You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Hey guys, I want to tell you about a super cool company that I love called Urban Leaf. Urban Leaf specializes in indoor and urban gardening solutions. As you know, I've been really into gardening and plants, but I don't have any outdoor space to grow plants right now because I live in an apartment. Urban Leaf has these kits where you can grow herbs and flowers right in a bottle. They send the seeds, a miniature garden, and everything you need to start, and all you need is the bottle. I have four growing in my apartment right now, and they only take a few minutes to set up and are really low maintenance because they actually grow off of the water that's in the bottle. I'm growing Thai basil, marigolds, cosmos, and zinnias right now, and they're really growing like crazy. I've given their kits as gifts to some of my family and friends, and they also sell seeds for soil gardening, indoor grow lights, and more. They're actually adding new products every month, and I'm really excited to see what they think up next. Urban Leaf allows anyone simple and affordable access to enjoy indoor gardening, and now SAS Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get 25% off everything in their store. All you need to do is go to geturbanleaf.com and use the discount code SSS podcast and you'll get 25% off. Again, that's geturbanleaf.com and use the discount code SSS podcast. All right, so we're going to talk to our friend Nick Blackburn. He last was on episode 10 of Sass Stories and Sarcasm. So it was over a year ago, but uh, welcome back, Nick. Yeah, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, yeah, of course. Got to talk about the Mariners. Another year, another bad one. Yeah, so so what's what's going on, Nick? You, you, per, you requested the other day to come on the podcast and talk about uh, the status of the Mariners. Uh, <laughs> how are they doing? Um. Well, dating back to last year, they sure have taken a dive <laughs> who knew that they could <laughs> take time. even more of a dive <laughs> yeah um sadly i haven't been the best fan either like i i've probably only watched like two games this year mm-hmm. is this I've, in person or like just overall like on the tv no nick told me that he was only gonna um, go to the mariners game if someone else paid for the tickets so oh, i'm guessing yeah, i'm guessing that's... that he hasn't been <laughs> that's still true yeah i've only been to two games and they're both paid for by my company so <laughs> that works that's yeah good. that's good well yeah, I, I, I sorry go ahead i just haven't been the best fan at all and like i know the players but it's it's almost like they're not even playing because <laughs> so, okay yeah 
Well, I pulled up some stats, and you guys ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so this is 2018, so last season. So 2018, they ended a se- their season with a uh, basically a 54% win rate. So they've oh, won man. more games than they lost. They're barely, 89 barely. and 73. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that was that's okay. One more than they lost. Now this season, <laughs> so so last season was 54% win rate. This season it's 39. <laughs> so right now their record is thir- actually 39 and 60, which is just horrible. They're 22 games back from the first the the team ahead of, that's first place in their division. So yeah, they're not going to catch up unless so, they like uh, win it. Yeah, Nick, game. do you think this this year's salvageable? Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. Before you say that, I have two more stats to tell oh, you guys because this is just this is so bad. <laughs> So they're currently on a six-game losing streak. <laughs> and of their last ten games, guess what their record is? Just just guess. Uh, zero and ten. One and nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to tell you the last six games, the scores, because they're just this bad. All right, so the most recent game, they lost ten to two. Game before that, nine to two. Game before that, six to three. Game before that, nine to two again, <laughs> and then of course the game before that, six games back, thirteen to zero. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh my yeah, god! I think that's the most sad part of the season is that not only are they thirty-nine and sixty, but you actually have to look at how many runs they're giving up and how much they're losing by, because that could set like records that they don't want to <laughs> have. And yeah, I think that's that's really the main reason i don't even want to watch is like it's not even competitive right like if they're bad but at least they're competing at least i'll turn it on but they're not yeah like if it's a close game until like the eighth inning that there's hope (laughs) yeah but like Uh, why even like go to the game and pay for the light rail or parking or whatever and then pay for food and drinks when it's not even going to be like entertaining like at all you know yes yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Seattle really needs like a basketball team because football's a short season. You guys need a good year-round or mostly year-round sport. Obviously, yeah. baseball's not doing it for you. <laughs> well, we're getting a hockey team here pretty soon. So yeah. Oh, that be that's fun. good. Yeah. Well, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but yeah, I'm excited. Um, who do you think the the best player on the Mariners is right now, or like what players are really especially holding them back? Yeah, what happened? Like, did they lose players from last year, or are they just like they always get getting... players? Like, they're terrible. So, who wants to say? Oh, they have they have a good high turnover rate. I'd say so. <laughs> well, I think one player that stands out to me this year is Kyle Seager. Yeah. Who they're paying seven or yeah seven years, a hundred million, I think was his contract. And last year he was like a two hundred hitter or something, like two twenty. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like this year, right? When they Jeez, were really that's like spiraling. one in five. <laughs> <Yeah>. most. That's <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, so this year, right, when they were really spiraling after that 13-2 and two start, you know, the hot start and then the just fall off the cliff mm-hmm. that they've been on, uh, they were like, oh, well, like Kyle Seeger's going to be back soon, right? And then he comes back, and I feel like we've been like 10 times worse since he came back, and he's hitting like 190 or something, like <laughs> Jesus ever. So that's that's a guy holding us back a lot. But yeah, we also got rid of a lot of guys. Um, the most disappointing guy 
for me was Edwin Diaz, our closer. Like he was the best player I think we had. We traded him to the Mets uh, yeah. with Cano too. So, so oh, yeah. is this was this supposed to be like a, like a rebuilding year where the team just rebuilt, or were they actually like <laughs> was there high hopes in the beginning? <laughs> um, I mean, I think it was supposed to be a rebuilding year. Oh, okay. Every year so, is a rebuilding year. We just never rebuild. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so I actually have a baseball question for you, Nick, and you could probably answer this. <laughs> so you know in the NBA, actually, like the worst teams get like the, the best draft picks coming out of college into the NBA. Does it work like that for baseball? Like will the Seattle Mariners get like a good player in their like the offseason or whatever, like the new players coming in? I, I think so, just based on, yeah, like how the NBA works in other sports. Okay. Like worst okay. Teams, yeah, but they the baseball draft is weird, right? Because they have like twelve rounds or something, and no one ever really like covers it, like the other drafts. So. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. uh, let's hope they they get someone because they need the help, all the help they can get. <laughs> I mean, it's probably too late for this year, but maybe next year will be our year. I feel like that's what everyone says every year, but someday we'll win again. Apparently, the Mariner rebuild plan right now is 2021 so okay so years, no hope for next year even oh, how do man. they even know <laughs> that's what our general manager jerry depoto they probably said. have some like they're probably paying a bunch of people a lot of money and that's when their contract ends and they can offer it to other people mm-hmm. yeah. that's my guess well the general manager probably just want to like cover his butt and be like oh shoot i said next year's our year but I, you know, he keeps pushing it back. Next year, he'll be like, 2022 is our year. Like, just keep pushing it back until then he retires. And he tried. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it can't be as bad as, what is it, the Cubs streak that what they hadn't won in like 100 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they finally I mean, did it. So uh, there's hope for Seattle. There. We could. <laughs> yeah. It's not looking good so far. But yeah, yeah you, just, you guys just got to put together a, a couple, like one or two good players and everyone else will want to join them. <laughs> That's usually <laughs> how it works. You, you got to make Seattle attractive. I, yeah, I mean, that would help, but I just don't feel like players want to come here. <laughs> yeah. Um, based on the history and yeah, just, we don't build teams very well. So hopefully though, I, yeah, I mean, got to think positive, try to anyway. Yep. Yeah. Got a zag on the team, Marco Gonzalez. He is having an okay year, I'd say, but again. He's been okay. It's kind of like a team sport, though, so there's only so much the pitcher can do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the other game. Yeah, good pitchers are. Pitching's like. I know, but still. (laughs) There's errors. I mean. Yeah, that's true. You can't expect perfection. Like, at the end of the day, your offense is going to have to do something, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's he's been decent. I thought he's I thought I saw he was like ten and seven, like a four point two ERA or something. Like mm-hmm. not terrible, but not great. So yeah, he's. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm happy with it based on their record and like where they are. Yep. Yeah. So uh, next topic. Do you want to talk about the Bachelorette or do you want to talk about uh, the Zags in the NBA, Nick? Uh, we can stick to sports. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so uh, uh, this past week, Nigel Williams Goss signed with the Utah Jazz on a three-year contract, which is huge, because um, he's been playing overseas for the last two years. 
since he left Gonzaga. Yeah, and uh, Nigel Williams was, if you guys remember, he was like one of the key parts of was it the 2017 run, I believe, to yep. the championship game. And yeah, I, th- I honestly thought he'd do really well in the NBA, but I guess he had to go overseas first. What, what are your thoughts on that, Nick? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, to be honest, when I read the article and first saw the news that he got the Jazz deal, I was pretty surprised just because it seemed like he was going to spend, I don't know, like what the average would be, but maybe like a couple more years overseas and then maybe come back for summer league. So Mm -hmm. I was really happy for him. And I mean, he must have done like really well too for, um, you know, the team he was playing for over there. So um, I believe he played in Serbia for a while. I don't remember where he was last playing, but I mean, yeah. I feel like he still should have stayed at Gonzaga for next year, but oh well. Yeah, we need some more loyalty. We need four-year commitments from all of our superstars. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then yeah, that'd be, that'd be uh, also this past week, Brandon Clark was named the best rookie in Summer League, and Rui got all NBA Summer League second team. So, I mean, our newest additions to the NBA are doing extremely well oh yeah uh um so just to give some stats on this uh so the summer league is basically for all the newcomers to basically participate and get uh acquainted with the nba and uh really was doing great like mary said one of his high scoring uh just overall great uh performances was he got 25 points nine rebounds and two blocks that's his best stat line which is pretty good for the NBA. Like usually you'd expect that's like college level numbers for him, but in the NBA, he kept that sort of, uh, that edge, I guess. And, uh, and Brandon Clark, which has just been great. Um, in, in the final game in the tournament, he took his team to the tournament. He plays in the Memphis Grizzlies. He got 15 points and 16 rebounds, which is crazy. That's like a really dominant stat line for the NBA for a newcomer as well. Uh, Nick, who who are you looking for in the in the NBA, and who do you think is going to do that well or do well? Brandon, Rui, um, Nigel. I mean, I think all of them have a great shot at doing well. Yeah, uh, Brandon and Rui, I I'm not really surprised by those two, mm-hmm. just based on how well they did for us and like playing against the best teams too. So I I think they'll have really solid NBA careers and. Like, they're built for the NBA, too. Like, both of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Clark is more raw than Rui. Like, yeah, he's definitely more aggressive. Based on, yeah, just based on what we've seen. So, yeah, I think he'll have no issues, really, at all getting used to the NBA. But um, I think Rui will do well, too. I mean, he can stretch out and match up really well. Yeah, I think yeah. Rui will really have a chance to improve a lot. And he also has that, like star quality because he's the um he'll have a huge japanese following um so i mean that's just like an added bonus for the washington wizards as well like a whole new portion of a fan base yeah that's yeah. true his his jersey will probably sell out probably the most, most popular jersey <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah we'll see what other endorsements he gets i like the cup of noodles yeah that's a funny one, one. because well like a bunch of other Japanese athletes, I guess, are also sponsored by them. So yeah. it's pretty cool that he just got, you know, thrown in that as well. 
Yeah, before he even got drafted. It was like days before he got drafted. He, I mean, it, it was pretty obvious that he was going to be drafted, but you know, he wasn't even officially in the NBA, and they signed him with that deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's pretty funny. I just, I just love it. <laughs> Brian, you but, really uh, missed your shot. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I could have been his best friend. I could, I could have just been living the high life. Like he could have just been, you know what? You were my friend at college. I'll take care of you for the rest of your life. Here's a couple million. <laughs> couple million cup of noodles. Yeah, cu- yeah, I'll take that too. You know, <laughs> but uh, actually, there's one other zag that's in the NBA that currently got into the NBA, and that's uh, Zach Norvell Jr. And he actually just recently got picked up by the Lakers, and he's he's also doing pretty well. Uh, I was a little skeptical about him making the NBA, but the Lakers were uh, out of players at the moment, and they needed to fill out their roster, <laughs> so they kind of just picked him up, and uh, they're letting him play in the summer league, and he's he's doing really well, so they might keep him. And uh, I think they might actually have signed him, so at least a year. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I honestly was insanely skeptical, if I'm being completely honest. I, yeah, he's very streaky. Yeah, I just thought he needed another year to develop. And it wasn't that I thought he was, like, not a good shooter. It was just that, yeah, that extra time. Yeah, maybe not NBA level. Yeah. yeah. But I hope he does make it. I mean, that Lakers roster is good. <laughs> yeah, now there's, you know, more than there's how many eggs in the NBA. Olenek, Sabonis, Collins... Rui, Brandon Clark, uh, Jonathan Williams is, you know, not on like an actual NBA team, but in um, he's hovering around that area. Yeah, he, maybe he will <laughs> rise up yeah. there someday. Zach Marville I think Jenner. he was on the Rockets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay. uh, Nigel Williams Goss. I mean, there's so many zags in the NBA right now. It's crazy. It's so good. Yeah, yeah this is such a great, so great for Gonzaga, and all these guys just really deserve it too. Yeah, definitely. But on the also, I saw. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was I was just gonna say I saw the Team Canada had it was Clark, Pangos, Olenek, and one other player I'm not thinking of at the moment. But it, there was four Zags on there. Oh wow! wow. Yeah, Canada should cool. just take all the all the entire Gonzaga team and see how far they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, on, on the Gonzaga side of things, like college basketball, it's gonna be a whole new ball game this year there's gonna be a lot of new players but i mean tilly and uh kispert will really i think lead the team if if tilly doesn't like bruise whatever he keeps on bruising <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah he's gotta so stay we'll, healthy we'll, yeah he has to stay healthy but we'll, we'll see how that how that turns out uh mm-hmm. you know as preseason comes along but uh, last last topic of the podcast is the Bachelorette. Have you been uh, keeping up, Nick? Yeah, have you been keeping up? I have. Yeah, I watched the most recent one Tuesday night. Yep. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of drama for sure. Well, now there's you know mm-hmm. two of the four guys have scandals involved around them. I guess there's three guys left now. But um, Jed, we already talked about this. How he had he broke up with his girlfriend to come on the show, and then. There's been also more news that Peter also broke up with his girlfriend to come on the show. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, so, that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, there's only like one guy that hasn't had controversy, Tyler. But uh, yeah, what did you think about the whole thing that 
hometowns and everything that happened this week with the uh, Hannah like basically sent Luke home, but he like would not leave. He would not get in the car, and he was like, "Well, can I pray over you?" And she's like, "No, <laughs> like go home." Uh, oh my gosh, that was just <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I felt Luke- like, yeah, I was just gonna say about Luke, like there was a lot of drama around him, and there has been this whole time. But I felt like, just in my opinion, I felt like ABC dragged that out like a little too far oh for sure yeah i just like i had fun with it the whole time like i was enjoying it and i (laughs) i watched it to this point so clearly i liked it but yeah it was there was a lot with that but yeah the whole thing with him like saying she had to commit to him only and like shouldn't have been with the other guys like that was that was just wishful thinking from luke p i mean just you can't be on the bachelorette and like say that type of thing like (laughs) <laughs> yeah let me let me give you guys a little backstory too because it's it's just so bad so basically the uh the week before they had homecomings right and Home hannah went to or sorry <laughs> 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 hometowns and basically hannah went to luke's uh, house and he showed her his life and he, he was like uh rather spiritual and he wanted to show that side to her and, and he basically was confessing he was like oh i was uh, a sinner sexually devious early in life but you know i'm pure now and then they all prayed together and that's basically what what he wanted the vibe he wanted to give off and so fast forward to uh this week basically he he walks up to her and he's like you be- you better not be with any other guys or we're gonna have problems which or I'm is gonna like leave and she's like what are you I'm talking about like you can't you don't control me and all that stuff and I mean, I also was very confused. Like, he came off as very religious, and, like, I think he was trying to live out his faith as best he could, but, like... But he was, like, kind of enforcing... He was forcing it on her. He was, like... Well, and also, he just was not the best communicator. Like, he wasn't really making sense most of the show. Like, he kept saying these things and be like, no one understands me. Like, no, it's like, you said that. Every single episode, it was he said something that was went over the line, and then he was like, everyone misunderstands me, and... I take it all back and, you know, I will try to do better at communicating. And she's like, just do it. Yeah. So yeah. Nick, do, you, do you have a uh, a guess on who might be winning this or was your guess gone? Or, or who the next Bachelor might be. Or who the next Bachelor might be, yeah. Uh, well, to be honest, Mary, you, like, upset me with the news about Peter because... <laughs> oh, you didn't know. I, yeah, I was a Peter fan too, actually. Me too. I mean, Peter, he's a Westlake Village boy. Went to the rival high school that from Brian, so. Yeah, yeah. And Uh-oh. when they did their little plane, his his hometown, I almost said homecoming again, hometown, uh, I could see, like, one of the old uh, basketball parks I used to play at. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is so cool. But, uh, yeah, apparently he's giving us Westlakers a bad, bad name now. <laughs> Brian, like, paused yeah. the episode and sent a screenshot. He's like, this is the basketball court I used to play on. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know who's going to win. I mean, I, Gavin and I both picked Luke P as our horse, and, you know, that clearly didn't work out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, you guys thought he was going to win? Yeah. Oh, well, hey, God. I mean, you saw in the preview that someone, uh, he comes back to uh try to win her back next week or the next few episodes like oh yeah did you see the preview for the next episode nick i 
Did I? I don't actually think I did. Well, apparently, like, so she apparently she sent uh, Luke home, right? So it's just the other, uh, was it two guys? Three guys. Uh, uh, three guys, sorry. The wow. other three guys. And they're just, you know, living a Luke-free life and very happy they about it. They go to the rose it. ceremony because they think that, you know, everyone's, they're all supposed to, like, have come back and then they go to the rose ceremony. So rose ceremony to eliminate one but or two or whatever. But then uh, Luke P. also shows up to the rose ceremony yeah, even though, up. like, she clearly broke up with him. Yeah, oh, and it no. was not on good terms either. Like, he's just showing up. <laughs> yeah. More tears, Yikes. more drama, never ending. <laughs> this is what well, that should be funny. people live for. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so, I mean, if Hannah, for some, some way, somehow, if he changes her mind, because they definitely have, like, a good, you know, they're very attracted to each other, it's clear, but... Yeah, they have like a zero on the personality level, but like the attractiveness level, they're both they're both attracted to each other. So we'll see how far that'll that'll last or take them at least. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I would love to see Luke P on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I'm sure he will be too. Like he just has the personality for it. So, except yeah. he's just yeah. so bad at communicating. Like I just most of the time, I'm like, what are you even trying to say? <laughs> his whole like what did you guys think of his whole shower story uh, remember when he was like I was in the shower and I looked up at the ceiling and what did he say it was like uh, I don't know was it like, that, that was like that was like his religious moment he's like I yeah. gotta change my life and you know yeah. recommit myself oh, and yeah, become that's, a, a born, yeah. born again virgin because apparently that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah uh, I thought it was, you know, it's it's always good to, uh, God, I'm trying to be nice to him. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I also have to give him credit. He, like you said, ABC dragged this out potentially. They also probably gave him a really bad edit. Producers, for all we know, could have been talking to the other guys, telling them all these things about Luke to get them all mad at each other. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He could actually be the good guy in this. <laughs> I mean, you just never know, like, how it's been edited, how the producers have produced it. Um so from our view, he's the bad guy, but who actually knows? I mean, they have hours upon hours of footage, and they've cut it down to the stupidest, yeah, most random they, things they that he said. Yeah, it down. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. I mean, from this, from what we know right now, I feel like he's not going to win, even though she was clearly the most attracted to him throughout this entire time. But then, yeah, yeah I was thinking that Peter was going to win until I read about that news. So, so, so do you think Tyler's going to win? Or do you think, who should win? You think Tyler should win? I think Tyler should win because he's the only guy left that doesn't have controversy. A problem, well, yeah. that we know of. I mean, I'm sure he might have something too, but. Yeah. Or maybe no one will win. Who knows? Maybe yeah. Hannah will just have to keep her love journey going. I mean, yeah, I, only, I, like... I, think I want Peter to win, even though. <laughs> well, right. Do you just want him to win because he's from your, like, no, I, I want him to win. So I know he basically broke up with his girlfriend to be on the show, but which is pretty mean. Well, so did that other guy that she eliminated on the first night, and so did yeah, Jen. but yeah, so, I know. Like a but lot of, I'm sure a lot of other guys but did they too. Still, but they still give that. I'll give them that. But they still, I think, have the best uh, connection. So you know, if they could get past that, 
that might be the best her i think best shot. i mean hopefully he tells her about it before they get engaged you know? i don't think so i know I don't probably so. not he's, but... he's, he's gonna she's gonna find about find out about that on the online or something like that because you found out about it she's yeah. probably reading about it right now <laughs> probably <laughs> i wonder how they keep it under wraps the whole season that's something i wanted to ask you guys about your thoughts on that like how like it never gets out you know anywhere yeah. like i know they sign a contract or whatever but, but... and I feel maybe like they just like... can't go out in public together yeah they don't go like, out yeah. like if they, they go grocery shopping together and someone takes a picture it's it's over <laughs> i mean i've yeah. heard that they like abc like sets up like weekends away for the two of them like you know in seclusion basically um i mean and the family too, yeah they swore to secrecy but that's a, actually, you're right. That's a very long time to keep it under wraps. And people are, you know, obviously, like, looking for them, looking for, you know, her with someone. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how that works. It's just crazy today. Like, anyone could just snap a picture. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, or, I think or, there has to be some rule about them not being together, like, in public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just weird, though. It's yeah. like, does one, does one person just sit around in their house or, or oh, well i guess they well i don't know who knows <laughs> just put on like a mask and dark <laughs> oh yeah and there you go they could be wearing costumes <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in alabama look for uh hannah and her fiance or boyfriend or whatever happens i guess exactly exactly uh but yeah thanks so much for coming yeah. on the podcast nick uh, giving us your insight on you know all these topics like wide variety yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll throw in some good vibes for the Mariners for you. <laughs> <laughs> Brian doesn't always have the best luck, but, you know, thanks, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you guys for having me again. It's always yeah. fun to come on and talk to you guys about just everything that's going on. Yeah, hope and... for the best and, uh, you know. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to have you again sometime. T-Mobile Park yeah. can bring the Mariners some better vibes than it has so far. <laughs> <laughs> All that it's pink. All that pink is just not working. Yeah, the magenta magic or whatever they <laughs> described it to be. Is oh my not... god, is that is that like their marketing? Yeah, <laughs> T-Mobile. Rick Riz say. Yeah, <laughs> T-Mobile is like you know all pink everything, and so oh boy, there's pink all over the field now. Not like on the actual field, but all over. But anyways, hope you have a good week, Nick, and uh, go Zags, go Mariners, kind of. <laughs> go Zags yeah go Mariners always as hard as it is and... <laughs> true to the blue actually I'm not but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> well have a good week everyone and uh, yeah bye yep, thanks for coming too. on the podcast yeah talk to you guys soon bye